This is the No Offseason Podcast, Week 4 College Football Recap. Um, entertaining day. Uh, I wouldn't say like a lot of upsets. You don't want to do a public service announcement on why you sound a little down? No. Uh, because of right. the timing of uh, when we're doing it? It's no, it's alright. It's uh, Officially at a, right after. Yeah, Washington beat Arizona. One by seven. Arizona had a, a good fight. Washington's a very talented team. I'm not gonna. They, they they're very good. We did a good job. Held them to under forty. So I I mean, I guess that's a moral win, right? victory kind of thing. But it, either way, I hate moral victories. I hate when people say, "Oh, it's a moral victory. That's a win in our book." No, it's a loss. Still. Could you say uh, you uh, Jamel Charlo did? Uh, no, because uh, we were at least had a shot at tying a game at moments in that game, <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, Arizona loses. He's gonna miss it, son of a bitch. Uh, he Arizona loses to Washington, thirty-one to twenty-four. Washington's offense looks great all the time. Feel like they could do whatever they want on the that yeah. side of the ball. They were playing off coverage. Mm-hmm. They just were like, "We'll be patient, slowly matriculate the ball down the field." But that maybe I mean we're not the greatest team in the world, Arizona. But like maybe other good teams can do a little bit better than what we did. Yeah. So maybe there's a little kink in the armor there in Washington. If you're looking for it, <coughs> very true. I'm not going to say it is, but that could be possibly a little little wrinkle in the flaw of Washington. Teams will watch the film of this game yeah, and try oh, to yeah. improve because, on the game plan that you guys have. they're the only team to hold them under 40. So it, it'll be a nice little look to see how we did it. And plus, also, we got a couple turnovers. We got a turnover in the red zone, too, that they didn't score on. So... But moving on, uh, you want to do winners and losers at the end or the beginning? Uh, which, whichever one you want to do. Uh, let's just go down the list and do it at the end. This okay, time. just recap it. the games? Yeah. Do a different style? Different style. Okay, uh, we'll see how it goes. We'll start at the 11 o'clock games. Uh, Clemson, make sure they don't get hit with a double whammy. Excuse me, after losing to Florida State last week, they go in. To the Carrier Dome. I know, I know it's not called the Carrier Dome. but I'm No, always, it's not. It's, no. Okay. I'm always Everyone call calls it, it yeah. the Carrier Dome that knows. Yeah. Uh, and goes and just beats down Syracuse. 31-24. Uh, no, 31-14. Or 31-14. Uh, nothing special there. It, it wasn't even close, really. Clemson's no. defense played really good. They shut everything down. Um, Clemson also started playing a lot of freshmen on the defensive line that they weren't playing earlier in the year, um, giving them more time. And they all looked really. They looked really they looked good. Hungry. Yeah, and they were excited to be out there. That really helped them. Um, and Syracuse. Uh, I will say this about Syracuse kicking a fifty-seven yard field goal. Whenever uh, I think, what was the score at the time when they kicked that fifty-seven yard field goal? Was it fourteen-three? I think so, or something like that. And the entire game, their defense was put in bad situations because Clemson had their average starting field position almost be at midfield, and then you choose to kick a 57-yard field goal instead of backing them up, and your defense has been playing well, keeping you in the game, was really stupid. But I'll go out of my way to criticize Dino Babers any chance I get, so that could be me picking at holes, but I really think it's not a smart move kicking a 57-yard field goal in that situation. Dome or not, you back him up. Defense is playing well. Cade has been shown that he will turn the ball over. Then you take your chances that way. I did not like that decision by Syracuse. No. But, uh, yes, Clemson turns it around. Good job by Clemson. 
then we go Kentucky winning 33-14, and that game was not close. No. No. Uh, no. I can't believe people thought Florida was going to win. Davis, but it's like, you know, I'm not yeah, right about Davis everything. But 280 yards, three touchdowns. Florida looked like they couldn't tackle. From the get-go. Yeah. He would make a one little jab move, gone. He would, And then he would go get like 30 yards. Yeah. It was not a good showing by the uh, Florida defense at all. And like I think we said on the preview, like, Florida will lose this game. Now Billy Napier is back on the hot seat once again in Florida. So yeah. all that Tennessee love that he was getting for that win, it's out the window because they're probably panicking Florida right now. Oh, yeah. They, and it's not that they're panicking. It's just how they lost. Yeah, and it, the it, showing was not good. So like you can't if they would have lost on. by like two or one, maybe they would have been like, oh, it was a good, valid effort. They came out flat from the get-go. Mm-hmm. And I would say most, like their offense, yeah, the offense is, was flat. But their defense was way worse than their offense. That's surprising. Yeah. You would think their defense would play uh, up to par, and they did not. Um, Graham Mertz did not look good either. No, he did not. Nothing really in Florida looked good. Um, so now it, Kentucky, that's like Ray Davis. Great game for him. But Davis had a good game. But Leary is still a question mark in that. Like you're like he misses easy throws. Yeah, you look at Kentucky. They're five and zero. They'll probably be ranked after this week. And you're sitting there like, mm, you think that Georgia maybe? But you look at Leary and you're like, man, I don't trust Leary. Is the quarterback good enough to win a game against Georgia? Yeah. That's what it comes down you, to. You, and we'll get into Georgia here in a second. Georgia didn't look good at Auburn at all. No. I, yeah, they won the game and all that, but they didn't look good. And you're like, oh, maybe Kentucky could get them. Davis had a great game. But I'm pretty sure they're in a scheme against Davis and it's going to be up to Leary to make some key throws. The thing that we haven't talked about, though, is Kentucky's defense, which is really good. Oh, and yeah. I, going into the year, I think most people believe their defense was going to be good, and it's living up to that billing so far this year. Um, so that that will carry them going into Georgia, so they could rely on that for the most part. Um, but I also did say <laughs> Ole Miss's defense was good, too. Oh, so, yeah. like, who knows? Maybe it won't be. Um, but... Kentucky, that's a great win. Um, good momentum going into next week and sets up a big game next weekend. So excited for that. Yeah. Uh, no point to talk about Northwestern. But Northwestern Penn State? Yeah, there's no point. Why not? Penn State was struggling in the first half. It was 10 10. We already talked about them before. They putter on offense and then the defense shuts things down and then they score. Yeah, they did what they were supposed to do. Yeah, but there's no point know. talking about that. Okay. You're trying to make me talk about something that's no point. Um, Texas A&M defeated Arkansas in the Southwestern Southwest is it Southwestern Classic or Southwest Classic? Southwest Classic? I don't know what it's called. <laughs> but it was in Arlington as you usual. You should know. It's one of our favorite games. Yeah. So. But the over did hit. Congratulations to, yeah, big to, our, to our over crews that always bets the over. Um, in this game. In, in the Arkansas A&M game. Um, Sam Pittman. Is not the, are they finally realizing Sam Pittman's not the guy anymore? No. You don't think so? I don't think Arkansas will. I think they'll give him a whole nother year, even though I don't think they should. But that's just me. It was a... Maybe it's just, like... Everything, like everything's too old for Arkansas. They need it, to switch it up. Didn't it feel like Arkansas was never really in the game? Yeah, because K.J. Jefferson looks old. He looks like he's 30 years old playing college quarterback. He runs like a 35-year-old. 
Um, no speed. Marcus Sanders didn't really do much. He came coming off the injury. He just yeah, his explosiveness is gone. Everything on Arkansas looked really slow. They couldn't run block. They their offense was puttering. Um, defense like they got the pick six, which kept them in the game and kept it competitive. But other than that, it was no question on who was the better team in this game. Yeah, A&M has to worry about um, their quarterback getting killed again though because. Um, Johnson uh, was taking shots all day. Yeah. He was getting lit up. Uh, and also, Johnson looked good at moments, but then I think... Like, That's a gunslinger, man. Yeah, but he wasn't... He he stopped gunslinging, though. He didn't really throw as much as... It, like, the slinging wasn't really there, and I don't know if that was just a thing, a thing at the moment, but, I mean, they did win. It wasn't really close. They got a punt return to pick six themselves. Safety. Really yeah. surprising that... Um, their receivers haven't shown more. That's what I'm surprised about throughout the season. They're really explosive on the outside, and they just seem to not get as much separation on the outside as you would think. But um, once again, we'll see next week because they have a big game too, just like Kentucky. Yeah. So we find out more about about A&M, even though we keep thinking we'll know more, and we should know who A&M is by this point. But I have no idea. Is their secondary good? I mean, or is KJ bad? That's also very true. Like, are, we said their secondary was bad after the Miami game, but back-to-back weeks they have looked good, but they've gone against Peyton Thorne and KJ Jefferson. Also, that's very valid point. So, so we really haven't learned a lot about A&M, but yeah. it was a good win because that's a tough game against Arkansas. Yeah, and shout, it's just a shout-out to the overcrew that that you bet it once a year. Yeah. Um, I guess the one of the more entertaining games at the eleven o'clock, uh, USC winning forty eight forty one, and I wouldn't say this USC was dominating the majority of that game. The end of it, Colorado was coming in. USC did look tired. It, maybe if they had another five minutes, the six elevation minutes, maybe, got to them. Yeah, maybe if they had another six minutes in that game, Colorado might have pulled it out. But unfortunately, they didn't have enough time. Uh. I think, I think there's more questions about USC than I got from Colorado. I, everything that Colorado did in that game, I, yeah, if you're playing an average defense, they can score. They can move the ball. They can do all that stuff. I don't think we learned a damn thing from this game. I think we know both what both teams are. USC can play offense and score points. Um, they'll be lackadaisical and have random three and outs and throw a pick when in situations where you think they shouldn't or wouldn't. Um, their defense is just going to give up stupid plays throughout the game and frustrate the hell out of you if you're a USC fan. But, like, that's where I'm getting at. Like, so I I'm, didn't learn anything This is from what I'm going to say, though. How many times do we... I think Lincoln Riley is a good coach, but how many times do I have to see Lincoln Riley do this to where I'm just like, I just think he's maybe okay. Like, I'm not going to... Easy... I'm not, I'm not going to put him in the top tier of the Nick Saban errors. I don't think people do. I think they do. No, I, I that's it, why USC bought them, though. They got they gave him a Nick Saban contract. Yes, because of the potential and what he does to build a program. He already has USC in the but top. But he didn't end. build before, the Oklahoma program. No, no, no. He did not build the Oklahoma program. But however, if you look at USC before he got there, what USC was never in the top ten. That's also very. He's true. already done what he hasn't been in the top ten recently. Yeah. yeah. So he's already done his job anyway because that's 
good enough that's putting him back on the map and eventually he'll recruit better and the defense will put it together I, but he, I, who knows when it'll be i didn't he never did in oklahoma for defensively offensively yeah everything about offense is fine yes defensively but, he never cares about recruiting that and that is a huge problem they'll be he has plenty of time there to reestablish i would he not time in like oklahoma. You're, what the hell you want him out at usc right now or what out, but i no i don't want him out you can't get them out, obviously. But, like, I'm just getting to a point where I'm just like, USC is just there. I actually think they should not move up in the ranking. Eight's a fine spot for them. I, that's fine. Yeah, for me, too. Like I said, I don't think we learned anything from USC. But I don't think USC's... Or in, not learned anything. I don't think we found out anything new about either team in no, this. No, I just found out they're, uh, they're about... I guess good fight for Colorado for playing to the whistle. Way I, to go. I'm, Fighting no, I'm back just saying from, USC's about the third best team in the Pac-12. Also, um... Maybe Joel, fourth. I, I would like to say Joel Klatt, fucking shut the hell up about like Caleb already being the front runner in the Heisman and doing all that Heisman love for him, right? When he was lighting it up and all that. It's plenty of games to be played. You can't be saying that he's easily the front runner and all this other shit. There's other players out there, so just and plus he ease played up. Colorado's defense, you know? which is just awful. Like he, Oregon decided to run the ball all day. Bo Nixon really need to pass the ball. That, that's just that's just the styles, right? So, I don't care that Caleb did throw for six touchdowns. Good for him. But Oregon decided to run the ball and not just throw the ball. And I'm not points. taking. I'm not saying like Caleb's not in, Yo, in the Caleb, Heisman yeah. race, but for him to just be like going on a rant about, it, I'm like, just come on, dude. Let's just yeah. play a few more games. Come on, that's all I'm asking. Um, yeah, talk to about. It. Way to go, good job, Colorado, for hanging around. Uh, the the crap bowl, Boston College came back and won, 27-24. Yeah. So they won't be the worst team in the ACC. Congratulations on that. Good job, Boston College. Virginia Tech won't either. Also, oh yeah, Virginia spoiler. Tech won't either. Uh, the shit bowl in the Pac-12. California won that one. Good job. Arizona State will be the worst team in that conference. Good job for them. Yeah, both of those games were won by three points. So yeah. nice. Uh, we didn't watch a lot of this game, <laughs> and maybe we should have. But shout out to the Baylor Bears. You're coming back from 28 points down and scoring 26 points in the fourth quarter. Uh, uh, your boy Gus is, might be in a little trouble there. Melza? Yeah. After a performance like that, you would think so. Um, yeah, Baylor was just like, fuck, you think you're coming in the Big 12 just going to win some games? Nah. It ain't going to be that easy. It looked smooth sailing for UCF, and they were like, yeah, we got this one back. Baylor is that bad. Dave Miranda, Dave like, Miranda was like, we, I, we can't lose. I'm not getting fired for this shit. And they pulled it off. 26 points in the fourth quarter. It's given up zero points. So, good job. Good job by Baylor. It's just a nice little shout-out. Georgia Tech losing to another MAC team. No surprise there. Uh, Tech winning. Purdue winning. Um, Texas beating Kansas 40-14. to <coughs> No Daniels, which stunk. <laughs> if nobody knew that until the start of that game. Yeah. Probably was one of the worst feelings in the world not seeing Daniels run out and seeing Bean. Because I think if you're a Kansas fan or you're just a fan of college football and you want to see a competitive game, right when you see Bean come in, that already felt like the game was lost. Mm. It's no disrespect to Bean. It's just what it is. Daniels is 10 times better than you as a college quarterback. Yeah, but and unfortunately, Daniels has had back problems yeah. since last year, which really sucks. Um, the it's a damn shame he couldn't play. Uh, hopefully he gets better. Um, uh, but like those back problems, they've been—they're just going to keep occurring. So unfortunately, 
And the worst part about like he won't even be able to go to the NFL because he's already having back problems yeah. now. So it really it, it's sad that Daniels won't, um, didn't get to play. But uh, Brooks had a great game. 20, 20 attempts, two hundred seventeen yards, two touchdowns. Uh, Ours, he had three twenty five, but it kind of didn't feel like it. Some from time to time. Yeah, he didn't play great. No, but Mitchell's hit. Mitchell had a good game, which is a good thing. And uh, unfortunately, Sanders got hurt. We'll see how he is for the next week's big game. Yeah, um, we didn't we didn't punt the ball once though. Oh, well, that's positive. Also, um, Kansas did not convert a third down the entire game, so. If you want to debate me and come at me for my statement about Texas being the best defense in all of college football, um, go ahead because I they kind of. I, I will say Daniels didn't play, and Bean is not Daniels, but yeah. But if you look at all these other teams that played, a lot of points were given up. We we did not give up that many points. Didn't give up a third down conversion. That's pretty impressive. That is impressive. Not a lot of teams could say that. And um, so it just goes to what I believe in our defense. And like I said, I believe we're really good. So we got another week of showing it, putting it out there, backing me up. Next week is a whole other week, a whole different animal. We actually play a good quarterback. By the way, I just saw on the thing, going back to the Kentucky, that's the third straight win against Florida. Yeah, that's crazy. Just saw that on on the screen there. But, yeah, good job by Texas. Dominating, did what they had to do in the trap game. Yeah, should have won by more, actually. Yeah, they probably should have, but good job in that, doing that. And shout out Michigan. We said, I, I, Nebraska's not that good of a team. But you go to Lincoln. Yeah. And you pretty much. On the road, that's like their first road game of this year. Yeah, you pretty much shut them out and gave up seven at the end. And it was complete domination. Great start. catch by. Uh, Bell. Yeah. It was it's a, Bell, right? Was it Bell? Or, or it might have been Bell. No, Wilson. Wilson. It was, was it, Wilson. Oh, uh, was it Wilson? Yeah. And Bell was last year. Yeah. I don't know why I was saying Bell. But, um, yeah, in the back of the end zone, catching it yeah. on his back. From start to finish. Giving vibes from, from Bama. From start to finish, they dominated that game. Yeah, like the number two team in the nation should. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's the first time this year where I would be like, all right, maybe Michigan could be a top five team because of the complete domination of it. Like, Winning on the road at Lincoln, which, you know, 100,000. They always say they sell out of the stadium. And wasn't even close from the beginning to end. No. So. Yeah, good job, Michigan. It's a complete dominating performance. Good job, Michigan. Too bad your schedule fucking is soft as fucking. Very bad. You know, you're only playing Penn State and fucking Ohio State. But anyways. Yeah, Iowa. Iowa stinks. They play at Iowa. Cade's out. So it's only going to get worse for Iowa. Yeah. Uh. The other 2.30 game, Georgia sneaks by Auburn. That was a good shout by you because I did have, I did think Georgia was going to blow them out. Uh, they did not. They struggled. Auburn pulled out all the stops like I figured they would. Yeah. Auburn. wasn't enough because the heart of, you never, Rudy Tom Jonovich, you never underestimate the heart of a the champion. champion. Yeah. And Bowers, you know, how, I think he had 148. 157. I think one four like one shit one hundred and plus was in the fourth, fourth quarter, quarter alone, and he was just getting open over the middle, over the middle. I don't know why Auburn kept running that zone defense and let him just run that uh, breaking in route over and over again. Yeah, um, I, I would say there was something wrong with that, but that a lot of people say that about Travis Kelsey. Why is he so open? He's so great. 
So that's why Bowers is so open. Yeah. Because he's just that great. Um, I will not back down on my uh, statement on saying that he will not be the first tight end taken in the NFL draft. I'll still say Jatavian Sanders is going to be taking over him. However, Bowers carried them to a victory. And a tight end carrying a team to a win, no one does that besides Gronk for New England. Uh, Kelsey's when Kelsey's healthy too. Mahomes carries him. Yeah, no. but yeah. That's you know, like well, yeah, well people would say Brady did, but Brady, uh, Gronk's carried him. I'll say Kelsey gets open for Mahomes to get catch those though too, in situations. But I don't think I've ever watched a Kansas City game and like was like Kelsey willed him to a win. I've watched is, a New Eng- I've watched a New England game and it was like Gronk was just he just took over. Yeah. But Bowers was great that game. Yeah, he's the reason they won. Um, and Auburn played really good. They played probably about as good as they're going to play. Yeah, I was about to say, that's about the best you're going to get from them. I mean, Thorne didn't throw anything. But he did run the ball well. Ashford was running. They had a good They had a good idea of when to do this game. Um, they, Georgia, just, they just couldn't finish the game. We'll say this. Georgia should not be ranked number one, though. Uh, no. <laughs> like, no. They shouldn't be ranked number one. They struggled against South Carolina in the first half. They did dominate in the second half, but it, eh. And then they struggled in this game. And I mean, everybody can tell you South Carolina's not that good and Auburn aren't that good. Right. So, like, where where is that lead? It won't matter when it comes to... It won't matter. <laughs> Final like, Four, but still, like, for semantics, they shouldn't be number one right now. No. Like, out of all the plays by them, you just, like... They don't look the best. No. Like, I, I would say Michigan looked better, better than them. And if you're going to argue, like, I would say them, Texas, Florida State, and Washington all look better than Georgia. Yes. And so, for me, Georgia right now maybe fifth best That'd be team. cool if the AP, uh, multiple AP voters had balls and they're just like, fuck it. Let's just move somebody else at one. Yeah. Let's just say Washington's But one. they're not going to because... Because Washington only won by 7-2 against you. So, yeah. like, you can't really move Washington up there. But they're just going to say it was on the road against Auburn in a hostile environment. Shit like that. Mm-hmm. And they're like, gutsy performance. They won. They get it. Win and survive, pretty much. Yeah. But good job. Good job by Beck. Good job by Bowers. Bowers mainly, but good job. Uh, Memphis beating Boise State. I know. I'm just... I know. Can, oh, you wanted to talk about fucking Penn State? I want to talk about G5s. Wait, Penn State's a top 10 team. You want to talk about Memphis for some reason who sucks. Because it's a random G5 game that always seems interesting. Uh, Missouri doing their thing. Oh, yeah, here we go. 5 o'clock game. Bonkers game of the day. Yeah, wild. Old Miss winning 55-49. Yeah, LSU, what the fuck were you doing? LSU was winning 49-40 at, with, I want to say... Four? No, eight. It was at eight? It I thought it was like eight. five or six minutes no, left. About eight. Okay. Eight minutes left. They got a personal foul. They did a squib kick. The kicker didn't do a great job doing the squib kick. Almost gets the ball a little bit... Damn it. I don't know why you're still tripping on that squib because kick. Because it was a bad squib kick. Because it didn't even get to the 30-yard line. It only got to like the 40-yard line. A yeah. little miss. Okay. Now they kicked it from it was they kicked it from the, the 50. fifty. Yes, that's only like a ten yard squib. Right, that's and, a horrible squib. And with the way their offense was moving against LSU, it wouldn't have mad, mattered where Ole Miss got the ball. They were going to go down the field and score. It would have just time. took a little. Yes, it would have took more time. Yeah. So LSU wouldn't even have that last chance at the drive then. But they were going to still be. They were still winning. Ole Miss it was had forty nine forty. 
Yes. So if they kicked it deep and they had to drive, say, take four minutes off the clock. Yes. So just think, they take four minutes off the clock. That's right. four minutes. Yes. And then they, LSU gets the ball. If they would have got, say, they Well, LSU didn't minutes. do shit on offense when they had the ball. No, they did not. They did not. I, they did get a first down, but then they get puttered out. Right. Gosh. And also, Ole Miss player, do not score a touchdown right there. Just get down at the one because you didn't need to put all that drama it, on there. It made more drama, but... Because there was pan- no it, point. It worked out for Ole Miss. Uh, it was uh, a stupid thing to do. I know, it, but they still won the game. Yeah, but you can't. You could point out a stupid decision when it is. Yeah, it is like, a very stupid decision. Because they almost lost the game because of them scoring a touchdown when all you had to do was get down at the one, kick a field goal, and the game's over. Very true, but... Uh, LSU's defense for this, they're just not good. No, fucking whatever, man. Uh, Don't I mean, say whatever. I'm, I'm pissed off because of the high scoring SEC games and no one fucking cares. They just like, well, you know, it's just what happens. When a Big 12 game happened like that, fucking people be up in arms about fucking how bad the defenses are in the Big 12. I need to hear people go on a rant about fucking how bad the SEC defenses are because they're not good. If the Big 12 is bad for all those years when we gave up a shit ton of points, the SEC has to be bad then, right? So it's a bad conference. You can't have it both ways. They can't have it both ways. And I don't think the SEC is as good as it's been recently. And I'm not saying the Big 12 is a good conference this year. Don't get me wrong. I'm talking in the past when we were getting shit when we were actually a legit conference. Not Texas included. Um, but yeah, fucking LSU is done. Thank God. Don't have to watch them anymore. Ole Miss, they won the game, but I still think they're bad. Um, I think they play someone fairly decent next week. I'm, I'm, I'm more sure. Hey, great atmosphere by the Ole Miss fans, by the way. Great job. Great job. See, great atmosphere. So not loud. They were loud. Pumped up for that Magnolia Bowl. I'm just more confused that LSU's defense, like Jackson Dart's not great. They made Jackson Dark look good. Yeah. Like, really good. Yep. I think that's more shocking than anything. Uh, Jenkins was back better than ever, fully healthy. LSU just didn't want to tackle. They, we talk about tackling. They, they were in the Florida. Them and Florida, them Florida, USC, they didn't want to tackle today. No. They're just like, fuck it. But, but this isn't like, you kind of saw it last week. With against Arkansas and Arkansas could just move the ball all day on them. Yep. And you were just sitting there like, "What is going on here?" And you're like, "Oh, they pulled it out though. They won because Arkansas shot themselves in the foot twenty thousand times because Sam Pittman is not very disciplined with his players." But like, Lane Kiffin was like, "We're a little more disciplined than that, and we have weapons, and we have a more I want to say kind of accurate quarterback." Yeah. And then KJ Jefferson. Yeah, I guess so. And just flung the ball around. They did anything they wanted against LSU's defense. This reminded me of when LSU and Edo went to UCLA and UCLA could just hit any slant they wanted. UCLA could? Yeah, against Edo. Oh, the, the game Bowl. at the Rose Bowl? Yeah. UCLA playing? Okay, yeah. yeah. Well, they were like, we're just going to run a slant here. You're going to stop it, LSU? Mm-hmm. Nope. Nope. Yeah. Nope. And that's kind of what it felt like. It was like Ole Miss was like, we're going to run a curl here. We're going to get past your corner because he's not going to know what the, which way we're going to go. Oh, we want to run the ball. We're going to run the ball. And it was just one of those things where you're just like, they can do what they want. And LSU could do what they want too, but. Yeah. Fucking, I was more disappointed in fucking Ole Miss's defense that game. I was like, Yeah, because you just said that defense was good. Yeah. Uh, give me one second. But, yeah. Um, 
LSU's now out of the title race. Thank, thank goodness. I don't want to say thank goodness. I'm, I feel bad for LSU fans, but they are out of the title race. They. Well, just, everyone was saying they were the best one-loss team, so uh, that's not true. Not everybody. Mm. Desmond Howard, so that's everybody. Well, Desmond Howard always says something. I think a lot of people thought they were the best one-loss team. No, because Notre Dame's up there. People think Notre Dame's one of the best. I think people, a lot of people didn't think so at the time. No, I think more people had Notre Dame after the Ohio State loss than uh, LSU. Oh, I guess so. They were ranked higher. But good job by Ole Miss. Lane Kiffin gets a, a that's his like first key major victory yeah. as Ole Miss coach. Hot toddy. Go ahead. So, Way to go, Ole Miss. Congratulations to him and Ole Miss. Uh, Oklahoma beats Iowa State, so we get the undefeated Red River rivalry that I wonder, or Red River shootout, whichever one you want to call it. Yeah, it'll probably, it's the biggest one since 2008, Sam Bradford, uh, Colt McCoy. Yeah. So um, well, biggest ranking-wise, I think the probably the first time we're both undefeated since 08. Yeah, I was about to say, it might be the first time. That's always exciting, so. Yeah. Shout out to I'm just going to understate it. Uh, shout out to Oklahoma. Uh, the 630 marquee matchup, Notre Dame pulls out the victory in Durham, North Carolina, 21-14. Yeah. Uh, almost another... Notre Dame meltdown. How many penalties? They had a shit ton of penalties. They, they had so the, undisciplined. They were very undisciplined. Um, they. Did, I don't know, man. It was a. This was an ugly game. Yeah, it was. It was an ugly game. Defense. Both defenses played really well. And you know when you say ugly game, I kind of hate when you say that because I. It wasn't like yeah, the offenses weren't really great. But the defenses were really good, mm-hmm. which in in sense you're like, oh, it's an ugly game. There was a like enjoyable game though. I enjoyed yeah, watching it. But I would just say it was two good defenses going at each other, and Sam Hartman made a big play on what was it, third and sixteen or fourth and sixteen? Uh, fourth, that and 16. Was fourth and sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah, he made that run. He made that and run. Jumped, leaped. Uh, he would have got it anyway, but he jumped for an extra couple yards. Yeah. And then they ran it for the touchdown right after that. Uh, um, uh, this is a double loss for Duke, by the way. Yeah, Riley Leonard. Riley hope. Leonard at the fumbles the ball, gets his ankle rolled up on. Hopefully he's okay. I don't, but I don't it, know. It didn't, didn't look, look good. good. Um, yeah, so they'll find out about that later. I will say Duke. They they didn't on that last drive. They were uh, defensively. They were doing a good job of mixing it up with the. Um, with their play calls, sometimes they rushed three. Sometimes they sent a blitz. On the fourth down play, they rushed only three. Gave them all day to throw. Um, really annoyed, which is typically what happens when we're watching college football all day. A lot of coaches are just so scared defensively to be aggressive. And like, make a quarterback think quickly. Yeah, make them process information they're like Um, afraid that that they're gonna get beat by the deep throw yeah and a lot of the quarterbacks if you just make them move their feet in the pocket they tend to just kind of this isn't the nfl where they they've got most of their leg structure even the nfl players get panicked and move quick sometimes yeah um so it's weird because defensively i think they're not aggressive enough and offensively i think they are um too conservative? No, well, def- no, shit, flip it. Defensively, they're too conservative. Offensively, they're too aggressive. There's too many times they could, should kick field goals. 
instead of going for it. And then defensively, they'll not blitz and just play cover and zone. And then how many times do we see game-winning drives happen over and over again? I just want to see a coach just all-out blitz. Where's, like, Desert Storm-style blitzing? Um, Shout-out early 90s, uh, Dick Tomey. Was it Dick Tomey? Um, Arizona Wildcats football. Um, But, yeah. Like, we need more blitzing teams. Everyone's so scared. And I guess it's a formation, spread formations and stuff like that. It's hard to do it. Um, But... Just more creative defensive coordinators. That's what I want out of college football. More creative. Yeah, but uh, it's... And Mike Elko is a great defensive coordinator um, and the head coach of Duke also. He's great, so I just didn't like how he just didn't blitz him that fourth down play. On the clutch play, he did not choose to blitz him. Um, That makes Notre Dame 5-1. They also have another big game next week against an undefeated Louisville team. Right. So yeah, they're running through the gauntlet. They're going through their gauntlet because then they got USC after that, I believe. So they, you know, it doesn't get any easier for Notre Dame. Yeah, Tennessee gets clean their, up those penalties. Yeah, Tennessee gets their revenge on South Carolina. Spencer Rattler stinks. Don't want to care what anybody says. You give me all these stats you want. It's kind of like, <clears throat> you know, those stat people that do the Spencer Rattler stat thing. Like, oh, look at these stats though. That's kind of like Kirk Cousins. And where you go, oh, look at Cousins, Kirk Cousins' stats, though. He's really good. And you're like, they're junk stats. I don't like the Cousins comparison because I kind of like Cousins uh, anyway. Yeah, but, I, um, but, but junk stats. I, I, Kirk Cousins gives you junk stats. Why don't you give me, like, Justin Fields? Or Justin what? Fields doesn't, have, doesn't give you garbage time stats. What? He's down by, like, 30 points, and then he runs and puts no, up I'm touchdowns late. yards. Yeah, they put up touchdowns late. That's like Blake Bortles back in the day. No, because Kirk Cousins... You, Kirk Cousins would... Other than one season, he's been about 500. How many times has Kirk Cousins made the playoffs? Multiple. One, twice? Multiple. Twice? That's multiple. That's twice. That's a couple. I guess they didn't make it... No, they made it last year. That's once. Okay. And then the year before... Did uh, they not make it? Uh, did they not? Oh, no. well, it's not an NFL podcast anymore. I know, but... I think it's I, multiple, though. No, it's not. I think it's once. Because Case Keenum won it. The other was the last one to make it. No, him. they made it again. They did. They beat uh fucking... They won in the Dome. They beat the Saints. That's Case Keenum. No. Oh, that was Cousins. Yes. It? Yeah. So twice, a couple times. Yes. Well, I, I like how we went back to what I said. Yeah. You said multiple. That yeah. multiple is two. That's fair. The hell are we doing here? Yeah, it's whatever. All right, but yeah, but I just think, choose somebody else to compare. Don't no, choose you, cousins. Just because you like cousins, I think he's a good man. Because people think Rattler's good too. Rattler's not even on the level of cousins, like in that space to compare. Rattler's not a. He has never made a clutch play. Either has cousins really. He won a play. He threw a game winning touchdown pass against the Saints in a playoff game. Okay. Fair. <laughs> That's one clutch moment. Name a rattler clutch moment. Uh he dominated Tennessee last year. Right. And beat he Clemson did. last Blowouts. year. Blowouts. He beat Clemson. No, they were that Clemson game was close. Alright, clutch though? Late. Clutch plays, yeah. Yeah. Oh, way to go. I guess so. I don't remember it. No, we didn't watch that game. But it's still I watched the highlights of it. It was clutch moments. It's- so I, just, I mean, personally, I just think Rattler's kind of cousin esque. Yeah, you well, can you can hate me for saying that, whatever. Who then? Who you got? Well, Rattler's got him benched multiple times in his career. 
So it would have to be a quarterback that's been benched before in his career, and they still bring him back. I don't know what quarterback's been benched multiple times. People probably fucking know some quarterbacks that have been benched and then brought back into a game. Like, I don't know. Fucking... Zach Wilson? Yeah, maybe. There you go. Oh, I got <laughs> Jameis Winston, bless you. you. Jameis Winston? Like, mm. he's so bad. He's not even close to that level. I know where you're getting at with the analogy about it, but he is worse than that. And that pick six, oh yeah, his that, footwork in the pocket was, was so awful. He panicked himself in that footwork that caused that pick <laughs> oh my six. God! And then that just ruined any chance of South Carolina coming, even competing in this game. This kills morale too. He's yeah. just a morale killer. No leadership skills. I can't wait till he's gone in. I don't know Canada, playing for or the spring football league. Yeah. No, he's too good for that. He'll never, he'll never do that. He's too good for that. So, I don't think he'll do any of those. I don't know what he's going to do actually. But that's enough about Rattler. I've yeah. talked about my dislike for him for a while. Uh, Tennessee wins. Milton, Milton only had a good game because Henry Hooker was there. I'm only going to say that. <laughs> it's the only reason why. And also, South Carolina let them run. Way I was going to say Tennessee was able to run the ball, which is not what they. Tend that, to do. That's not their for. That's not their go to. Like. They used the run to let the pass open up. Yeah, um, it worked on South Carolina because oh, their linebackers their are awful. Awful. Um, that's the issue with South Carolina too. Uh, but I'm not gonna go too in on the Tennessee win. They won. Good job. Yeah. Um, way to not get embarrassed. So. Uh, Kate McNamara got hurt in the Iowa Michigan State game. Yeah, Iowa scored more than 25 points. So, way to go. Uh, Michigan State still dying on a horrible bed. Uh, West Virginia, pulling, yeah. pulling out a victory in Fort Worth. Neil Brown, yeah. good job, Neil. Neil Brown keeping that job. I ain't leaving. God damn it! I ain't fucking leaving. Maybe I'm not gonna give him his flowers. <laughs> I'm not gonna give him his flowers. He's having a good run. Let's he, go. He's got two more wins to get bowl eligible, and that, that's about it. As much as I, as much as I like Chandler Morris, you know, that's why you get that's what you get with him. Shout out to them. They blocked three field goals in that game. No, it was two. We only saw two. We didn't see the other one. I thought he missed it. No, he oh, just he missed, missed it. it yeah. yeah, he just missed blocked, it. But they went back to back. Yeah, they both they got. But they the, were long field goals. I thought they should have went for it instead of kicking that fifty-five yard field goal. Yeah. Um. See, once again, like, why are you kicking? 55 and 57 yard field goals is fourth and six. I think the analytics people would be really upset with. But you it was at the end of the game with the last. There's 46 one. seconds left. There was plenty of time. You get the first down, you move in for a closer field goal. Yeah, but if you don't get the first down, the game's over. Well, you miss the field goal, the game's over. When did you want to try to tie the Not game? for 55 outdoors in Dallas. No, they like their kicker. He missed two earlier. Uh, you still give him a shot. Not not in a situation like that. I do not. Like, I think it matters. So, um, I wouldn't know. But they chose to and it cost them. Um, all the all the things were working for Sonny last year. Everything's not working this the year. The close games that they had last year and won, they aren't winning anymore. Yeah. Which So, you could do a Vikings comparison here if you want to do a Vikings comparison. I we could do like Cousins. I didn't do a Vikings comparison. Well, uh, to compare yeah. TCU to the Vikings, you but could do that. I, I think majority of the people, a lot of the smart college football people knew. They're like, look, they won a lot of them last year. It usually doesn't work the next year. Yes. Anybody could tell you that. If you can win close games the year before, you you're not gonna usually pull them out the next year. 
That's just how it works. Like analytically, not even analytically, this the balance of college mm-hmm. football. Yeah, Phil still has it in yeah. his magazine. He has a, a chart for it yeah. for a reason. So, and also the under hit in those Big Twelve games, like defense, they keep putting him at high. Just bet the unders in these Big Twelve games. It usually hits. That's typical. Some, some bad offenses in the Big. 12 West Virginia's team. defense is good. Yes, but their offense ain't great. No, no. West Virginia's offense, it's not great, no. Uh, Iowa State's offense isn't good. Oklahoma State's offense isn't good. Baylor's offense isn't good. Oklahoma State put a a bunch of points. Against who? Iowa State. Iowa State's not good. In general. (laughs) I'm just saying they put up a bunch of points, though. The over under in that game. offense isn't good. They put up a bunch of points today, too. Because Tech's defense isn't that good. Well, somebody has to have a bad defense. Yeah, they keep up with the SEC. Uh, Alabama did what we what if you did if you really believed in Mississippi State, you're stupid. Mississippi State had not <laughs> played Alabama close in years. Yeah, well, in years. I think was it? Uh, did I see it where they've lost like 15 straight to Bama? Be, I wouldn't be surprised. So 16 now, I think. And um, yeah, so uh, Alabama's the front runner in the West again. Um, not Ole Miss. They already beat Ole Miss. Well, they got the tiebreaker. Not A&M? Uh, no, because I have more questions on their offense than I do. Uh, A&M's going to beat them. You think so at, in Alabama? I think uh, we'll get to it on that preview. Uh, the matchup-wise, in my mind, I think it kind of fits A&M's um, up their alley. But we'll see. We'll break it down um, when we release our preview later this week. That's for another time. Um, going into the games that the, we didn't get to. Oh, uh, the Thursday game. Thursday, yeah. Friday. No need well, to. Well, Oregon State dominated Utah. Uh, yeah. Utah just has no offense. Yeah. They have no, no offense. Uh, Oregon State did what they had to do. Yeah, like we were talking about, Utah would have had to have a defensive touchdown to score or to like be, have a chance at yeah. the game. Um, good job, Oregon State. Um, that's about it. You ready to get into your winners and losers? Um. Yeah, I guess so. I don't have them uh, written down. I wanted to write them down, but I didn't write them down. So, um... You want to go winners first or losers? Uh, winners. Alright, who's your first winner? Neil Brown. Alright, of course. Off that hot seat. Okay. Told you we were going to get it together this year. Good job. Way to go. Um, really, really happy. So... I uh, don't like seeing coaches get fired. Always believed in you. Um, people wanted you out last year. Fighting it off. Keep it up. Let's go. Um, Country Roads. Um, my winner, my first winner is uh, is uh, Davis. Ray Kentucky's Davis. Running back. Kentucky's running back. Great day for him. Kentucky looked good. He it was mainly him. He made them look better. Made them look good. Dominating running rushing performance. Could have possibly broke the record. Maybe got a little just sat back a little bit. But good job by Davis. He's definitely a winner. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kentucky beating Florida. Not an upset. Just beating Florida. Davis is my first winner of the day. Okay. Um, Brock Bowers. Yeah. Won the game for Georgia single handedly. Great performance. Um, it's just impressive to watch somebody dominate a game at the tight end position, do whatever the hell he wanted, um, stayed on the field, never got tired, made play after play. Great job. Um, my second winner 
Uh, it's gonna be the. It's gonna be Bowling Green. Oh God. Yeah, they beat Georgia Tech at Georgia Tech. The Mac getting a big victory two years in a row against Georgia Tech. Okay. It's fun. It, you know, like I said, the winners and losers. We don't do the typical winners and losers. We gotta find these uh little wrinkles in here and there. So. Very true. Uh, shout out to Bowling Green for beating Georgia Tech. You know, going into Georgia Tech and not only winning, dominating. So, good job by Bowling Green. And plus, they were 21-point dogs. So, good job by Bowling Green. Um, yeah. Okay. I had a coach I was going to go with, too, because I think another coach survived the hot seat that uh, I had that was similar to Neil Brown. And I've just uh, lost my train of thought on who the hell it actually was. I came up with a huge victory. Um, I'm trying to think of somebody else. No, I'll just go. Hmm. Uh, damn, I need a winner. Uh, you want me to do a winner? Yeah, if you got one. I don't have one yet. Baylor. Okay. Coming back from 28 points down. That's solid. Uh, and winning the game 36-35. Oh, they, by the way, in that UCF game, they had the announcer for that fourth oh. down play when UCF got it. McLean. 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 It sounded like Die Hard. It was great. <laughs> it was the most electrifying thing I watched. And I was like, oh, I'm into this. <laughs> And he was just screaming his lungs off in that spot. So, shout out, he's a winner for calling that play. And Baylor's a winner for coming back from 28 point down. Jeez, boy, Mac. Yeah, I was going to go like, uh, shit, Kentucky, but that's like, you are, you kind of already did a Kentucky one. Yeah. Um, I'll go Colorado. Way to go. All right. Good job. Way to not lose and get blown out. That's my winner. All right. And um, you had all those people there, so you gave them a show. You put on a show. That's what you do. Everyone watched it. So good job keeping it close, keeping people entertained, because I know all of America watched it. So way to keep the people Entertain. Much right. You said Michigan's a winner for dominating. And give the people what they want. Uh, that's a lame winner. Yeah, well. That's not even a winner if you can't win the game. It kept it entertaining. That's oh, what people want, apparently. Yeah, so, like, okay. there you go. Bring ratings to the table. More people watching college football. Uh, who's your first loser? Um, shit. There's a lot that I could pick from, but I'll just go LSU was the first one that came to mind, so I'll go them. I had LSU on mine, too. Uh, I had uh, LSU's defense. I went as even. Their offense dropped 49. I can't put them there. But LSU's defense is a loser. They just, they just seemed like they didn't come to play. They didn't know how to close the game out. Um, they had the lead, bad clock ma- management, bad play calling, a lot of, lot of things. You could score all the points that you want in the world, but you can manage a game to close it out because they had pretty much the game intact from pretty the late third to the fourth quarter, but they went score for score instead of trying to just grind it out, get first downs, not score so quickly. And um, 
I think they could have managed the game a lot better. Uh, I also have a uh, SEC team, and it's Sam Pittman in Arkansas. Because I don't even think they know where they're going from here. Yeah. I, I think they're more... I think if you're an Arkansas fan, it's time to think, like, it. it's not... Like, it's going to get worse before it gets better. Like, once KJ leaves and he hasn't been good this year, like, it, it's only going to get worse. Rocket Sanders is going to be gone. And, like, you just look at it, you're like, we, we're not going to... No, gonna, he's only a sophomore. Well... But he might transfer. You look at it, you're like, well, they can't... We're not going to... We can't stop anybody. Our offense is only good for moments. And once KJ leaves, well, we're just relying on Rocket Sanders. We don't have a mobile quarterback. Maybe your backup could be a mobile, but I don't think he can be. So it's just one of those things where I think the future in Arkansas is a lot darker than it is brighter. When at one point Arkansas was thinking, oh, Sam Pittman is the future, I think it's slowly starting to become yeah, a shit show. Like I said, I think he's got one more year, but I, I see where you're coming from on that, no doubt. Um. I don't know how to phrase this second loser. Um, every team that's in the top 10 is a loser this week because there is going to be that one week in college football where anarchy happens, where upsets happen, where everyone calls it upset week. This week was close to being that week. So, like, Florida State... Didn't play. Um, who else didn't play? Oregon didn't play, I believe, did, this Oregon week. Played. They, they beat Stanford. Oh, Oregon played uh, Stanford. Is yeah. Florida State the only top 10 team this year, week that didn't play? Um, they might be fine anyway because they don't play anybody. But there's, this is my point, though. There's going to be a, a week where a shit ton of upsets happen in the top 10. And Penn State was on the verge. Ohio State didn't play. There. Um, Penn State was on the verge. Georgia was on the verge. Penn State was first half on verge. Yeah, pretty much midway through the third. I never thought they were going to lose, but Georgia was on the verge. Yeah. And it could have been an upset week. And, like, all it takes is one of those dominoes to fall. Like, one team loses early, then another one falls, and another one falls. So, I'd be... There's going to be that week later on in the season. And if it would have... If you would have... If you avoided this week... It's good for now, but uh, I thought this week had a good chance of being upset week, and it turned out not to be it. So that's why I'm saying like all the top ten teams are losers because I it believe can, it's going to happen. It can happen any week. Yeah, um, it's still going to be out there. It, that it was a hard way to explain it, but that's uh, the best I could do of trying to explain it. This loser, it, it stinks to say. Uh, Duke's season. Yeah. If I'll, From what I've seen, and the injury didn't look good for Leonard. And I don't want... I, I actually enjoyed Duke's season that was going on. And I enjoyed watching them. They were hard. They fought well. But losing Leonard, I mean, that's just your season right there. You, you might not win another game if he doesn't play another game. Uh, Their defense is good enough that they'll win probably a couple. Yeah, but it goes from competing in the ACC... To like, just getting to a bowl game now, and that's heartbreaking for for. And also, they were just a couple, one play away from 
winning the game. And being him, and Leonard wouldn't even been hurt. They would just kneel the ball down and it would have been over. Yeah, and they would have been top tw- 12, top 12 team in the country. Yeah, so. Biggest win in Duke history, probably. So, yeah. Football. Man, but sorry, like I mean, 1800s, 1900s. Yeah, but. Or early 1900s. But it saddens me to say they're a loser if Leonard doesn't play. Now, if he plays, I'll take the loser off of him because I still believe in him. But as of right now, they're losers for the fact that their season and their hopes of an ACC title game are dead. Mm. Um, like, my loser would have been Spencer Rattler. We already talked about him, though. Nebraska, fuck him. Oh, yeah. That was a dismal performance. Ever. Not fuck him, but like, Nebraska football, man. Sad. All, all Nebraska fans are great people. Like, they love football. All, they want nothing better than Nebraska to be good. And for them to let them down at week after week, it's, it's rough in embarrassing fashion. Um, this year is always going to be rough because Matt Rule's a good coach. I do believe, well, I won't speak on the future, but for this week right now, you can't lose like that to Michigan. Uh, just punting the ball when you're fourth and two, ruin the fan, fan base is pissed off already. Here's the thing, and you bring that up, it's a good bring up. It's fourth and two and you're down 21 nothing already. You have to go for it. What do you have to lose? Yeah, get some juice in the stadium. Yeah, you have to get some type of momentum. And my willing punt. Your defense ain't stop. Obviously, your defense couldn't stop them. You're down 21 nothing. Figure something out. Yeah, try to do something. Or go for a fake punt. Do something to try to get the thing going. Yeah. But South Carolina at least went for two fake punts. Yeah, so, yeah, that's a good shot on their losing part. Uh, Who's my other loser? Um, I'm not going to put Syracuse in there. I, I don't know. A lot of people th- thought we were smart and picked them to cover. That was just stupid by us because nobody likes Syracuse. It was stupid to pick Syracuse anyway. You can't pick a team you hate. It was yeah. doomed from the get-go. That was one of those picks you're just doomed. Yeah, I know. That's why I was just like, yeah, I was just fucking so stupid. I, I, like I said, I, we deserved everything we got for Syracuse losing that game. Absolutely. Um... Might do a gambling one because it just happened and it really annoyed me. Oh, well, that's not a loser. That's a winner. I should have put that as my winner. Uh, my loser is a gambling one. Fucking Fresno State. No. Not covering that game against Nevada. You want to hear a bad beat? They get a pit interception and they're at the two-yard line. They then, Nevada gets a safety. So it's 25. They push. It's a push. They then get the ball. They're driving down the field. I'm like, all right, just kick a field goal. We're going to cover they get a shitty penalty, another bad play, and another bad play. They punt the ball. There's under a minute left. They let Nevada go down the field and score a fucking touchdown to fucking cover. So, loser is the people that bet Fresno State to cover 25. Uh, Hopefully you got it at 24 and a half? No, they still covered that. Oh, yeah. Because they were up 27 nothing, it was 25, and they scored a touchdown. So it, it's just a loser. No, that, so all betters yeah, that bet Fresno State That's why I'm saying the betters of Fresno State when you felt very comfortable and it just melted down on you. Yeah. Uh, Pittsburgh, you could say, also is a loser. They just, oh, Pat Narduzzi. Yeah, they looked rough. Oh, maybe he's taking that Michigan State job. Uh, Mississippi State's a loser, but nobody cares about Mississippi State. They you can't lost. just be adding all these losers. You get three. I know, you already I did it. Three. I'm just saying they're losers, but they lost their coach, so you can't you can't never put them in there. But, yeah, 
Yeah. Uh, that concludes the week. Which is that's four. Week four. You said week four, but I think, I think it's, it's five. Five. Uh, is it week zero? No, it's four. I think next week's week five. No, it's week five. I just say, does that count as week zero? No, it's week five. Yeah, but week four was that last week. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. I said week four at the beginning of week five. I apologize for that. Uh, I got the NFL mixed up with my head. Yeah, NFL fucks it up. Uh, looking ahead to week six on our preview. Friday night's K-State, Oklahoma State, Nebraska, Illinois. Two teams right there in the Big Ten that are just dog shit. Uh, Nebraska and Illinois. No doubt. Um, then we have LSU-Missouri. Could be a shit ton of points going on in that game. Missouri's defense is good. Um, yeah, but fucking LSU's the offense is pretty fucking good. I'm gonna keep telling myself that on these SEC teams every week, and uh, one Ohio of them's State, gonna be Maryland, right. can Maryland finally show people that they're not gonna choke in against big games? I, might, I highly doubt it, but we'll see. Yeah. Uh, Texas, Oklahoma, and probably one of the biggest Red River shootouts to date. All the young fans that are Texas and Oklahoma fans, you finally get to experience a high-intensity game. No, what do you mean? They're all high-intensity. But like uh, one with two top ten teams in there. Yeah. Uh, if they don't get Oklahoma in the top ten, I'm going to be furious. They're not going to be top ten. They're top ten teams. They can't jump anybody. They can jump everybody. Maybe Utah. They should. Uh, UCLA-Washington State. That's a dangerous game for Washington State. They might lose that game. A&M. Uh, Alabama going to A&M. Man, people could look at the schedule. They know what's coming yeah, up next week. Yeah, we're just giving you a heads up of what the preview's going to be next week. Damn, Nathan, you don't have to cut me off like that. Wait, I think they know. Well, they, they'll know the game. They know yeah, who's playing. Yeah, but they giving you a heads up of what we're going to be talking about in the preview. Oh, well, I, yeah, I guess so. Georgia, Kentucky. Maybe some old Miss, but not really. Uh, and, yeah, that's about it. Maybe Arizona could upset USC for late night after the Pac-12 after dark. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see. Uh, that's going to be our preview for week six. Uh, shout out to all you guys listening. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, we'll see you guys uh, for the preview for college football week six. Thank, and we're out. Oh, peace.